0: Nobody likes to feel like they're being sold or pitch something, okay? So don't build your group solely to just sell stuff to people. It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast, your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies brought to you by ecospace.com. Now here's your hosts, Adam and Jason. Hello, and welcome back to The Creative Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Adam A. Adams, your win-win maker, and I'm here to help you bring your real estate business from where it is now to the very next level. I'm confident that if you have a 1,000 doors, I can get you to 3,000. I'm confident if you've never done a deal and you've taken somebody else's education for a year, even for a couple of years, and you still just haven't even... Brought yourself across that finish line. I know I can help you. I know I can help you get to the next level, and I want to help you. And today, one of the things that we can do to actually help ourselves to go to the next level in our real estate business, no matter what you're doing, let's just say you're a real estate broker, a real estate agent. Yes, this will help you. Let's just say that you have 2,000 doors and you want to get to 10,000 doors and you're a multifamily syndicator. Yes, this. Today, what we're talking about will help you. Let's just say that you're a fix and flipper and you're running out of deals and you need to get more deals. You need to build a funnel. You need to build a pipeline. So that you can start closing on more and more deals so that you can start doing that. But it's been really frustrating for you because you're not seeing the same deals that you did before. Yes, this episode will help you. What we're talking about today is starting your own meetup group. This is something we've talked to a lot about on the podcast, and I am the expert, and I say that as humbly as possible. I am the expert here in Colorado, the expert in the United States, and I'm one of the top eight experts, you know, over 220,000 meetups worldwide in 300 countries My meetup is very, very, very powerful. Very, very successful. It's it's benefited my business a ton. And I don't care what specifically it is that you're doing. You want to listen to this episode. And I guarantee you probably want to share it with somebody else. Because these tips and tricks that we're going to share today about just starting your own meetup are valuable. And I'm going to give you a bonus. Something that you may never have ever considered or thought about. And that's how to really hack into other people's networks. I want you to be able to hack into my network. I want you to be able to hack into, you know, one of the most famous uh, real estate investors in your city's network. That's what we're going to talk about today. So here we go. Number, what, what should we start off with? Okay, we, we had a teaser. How about this? We had a teaser at the very beginning of the episode. Yeah, go back about a minute. And that teaser, is exactly what I want to start with okay so it is not to sell anything okay that's just so many people they are so business oriented and you gotta respect them and love them for being so focused on their business my heart goes out to you it's how you do it that counts it's how you don't do it that counts it's what you do how you say it that really matters the most. So when you have your own meetup group and you've decided that you have to capitalize on the meetup group, I think you're just thinking a little bit too far ahead. And part of the best thing that's happened with my meetup group is that I've never sold anything from the stage. I've never, I never have anything to sell. And I believe that that Allows other people to talk about the group and to start saying, "Well, I love this group because it's just genuine. I love this group because it's just full of value. It's just a, it's a value-driven group. They let you um, introduce yourself. They do this. And Adam Adams has nothing to sales pitch you on. He's not trying to get you to be a a passive investor in his his multifamily deals. He doesn't." Um, have affiliates that come in and sell from the stage and Adam Adams makes uh, a cut of whatever they sell. Nothing like that. And when, when people see the real genuine who you are, they are going to like you more. Okay. So I, that's one of the things that I'm hoping that you're going to get out of this is stop selling from your stage. Stop worrying about this being such a salesy thing and just turn it around and be the go-giver that just adds value, adds value, adds value. Okay, nobody likes to feel like they're being sold or pitched something. So don't build your group solely to sell them stuff. Focus on providing value to the group and I promise your network will grow and convert itself. The second one that I want to touch on is bring in only the best presenters. Okay. A lot of meetup group hosts, organizers, will very much consider that they need to bring in who they know. They need to add value to their friends. They need to perhaps bring in and somebody to present at their group that has offered to present for them, okay? They have immediately put themselves into a position of weakness, into a position of need, into a position of vulnerability by not being proactive, okay? By not being proactive about the presenters that speak at your group, you're going to automatically attract those that are selling things, those that have a have a a thing that they want to be in front of your group. You're going to attract your friends and in the immediate as soon as you have one or two or three friends. Yeah let's just say one friend. One friend speaks at the group. You're going to have two other close friends that are like, hey, you let you let her speak. Why won't you let me speak? Uh, you let her come in front of your group. Like, Why haven't you asked me yet? So what I'm saying to you right now is to kind of shift shift your thought of what bringing in speakers really truly is. Shift your thought about that a little bit toward the thought of I can only have the top highest quality folks presenting at my group and not selling anything because of the end result. Think about it like this. Okay, when you have A top presenter speaking at your group, and you have, let's just say, 20 people that were there. Those 20 people, a few of them are likely to talk to their friends and say, That was awesome. No sales pitch, total value. This presenter was amazing. Very surprised that the uh, organizer brought them in. That's what they're going to be thinking. Okay. If, let's just say, you have a friend come and speak because you just felt like you owed it to them to put them in front of people, then what's likely to happen is something completely opposite. If you have 20 people at that event, a few of those people are more likely to say, eh, it was okay. It wasn't that good. Um, I think that he or she just brought their friend in because of whatever. I'm not sure if I'm going to come back there's a book that I've, I've read. I, I don't read very many books, but it's called Compound Effect. Um, and Compound Effect has this very interesting part that kind of opens your mind. And it's, it's not to say that bringing in your friend once will destroy your meetup group, but it is to say that be super conscious of every decision that you make. Be super conscious of having you know, one ice cream a day for 20 years and you're putting on five pounds a year, just five pounds a year, just five pounds a year. Because if you're conscious of not eating the ice cream, but instead eating a vegetable, this is just a way to think of it, okay? One ice cream, probably not gonna give you five pounds, but continually making a small decision over and over and over is going to slowly add those pounds. And the same thing happens with bringing in presenters, the right presenters at your group for your group. Okay, if you continue to be extremely anal about making sure that each and every person adds just value to your group, you will slowly have more and more people saying good things about the group. But if you slowly forget about the importance of having quality speakers and presenters then over time that group will start to diminish it'll start to die down very very similarly to how the 99 percent of groups out there die down so if you're going to start your own group a couple of quick tips is stop selling from the stage stop using your group as a way to sell, but instead a way to add value. Number two is bring in only the best presenters, only the presenters that add a ton of value because compound effect will show you that if you continue to do this over time, your group will increase. Now that's only two of the six free totally free tips and tricks. So if you want to know the rest, if you want to have your own uh, group and you want it to be successful, these are really good tips and tricks that can help you, that will help you. And one that, um, that isn't necessarily in there is one that I want to share with you right now. So this, this is just a bonus, okay? And this is how to hack into other people's networks because networks are a very strong thing and you start to develop your own loyalties and connections. And if you want to exert yourself inside of somebody else's network that they've built over time, here's how you can do that, a very tricky way. What you'll do is when you invite them to speak at your group, let 's just talk about this being one of the best speakers in your area, one of the most famous real estate investors in in your particular city. A lot of people talk about that person, a lot of people follow that person. Well, great, now their following becomes yours, and here 's how when you invite them to speak at your group let 's just say that they have a meetup group that 'll be the easiest illustration of this. No matter what they have, you need to find a way to hack them, hack into their own network but if they have a meetup group, this is a very easy way to do it. What you'll do is you go to the meetup group that they run. Okay, whatever meetup group is, just click on that, and then after you've clicked on the meetup group, then click on members. Okay, and now you you see all the members, and there might be 50, and there might be 4,000, but you just go to those members, and here's what you're going to do: you're going to um, change or filter the Order of those people that you're seeing to have the most recently um, the, the the people that have re- visited that meetup group the most recent. So you might go to the last three months of a group that has let's say two thousand people, and you go to the last three uh, couple months of the, of the last uh, two thousand people, and let's just say that two hundred and fifty of them. Um, have been on the Meetup website in the last three months. Well, that's good. Those are the people that I want you to use. Nah, okay, that is r- bad bad wording. Those are the people that I want you to connect with first, okay, is the people that are active on Meetup. There's a lot of reasons behind that. I'm not going to get into every detail, but you want the most active people first, So what you'll do is you'll actually right click on every photograph and then click on uh, left click on open in a new tab. I know this works on my PC. I'm not 100% sure if it works on your Mac, but there's a way to just open all of these people's profiles in a new tab over and over and over. Okay, so you've got this person coming into your group to speak. And let's just say that her name is Jane Doe. Jane Doe is famous. Jane Doe has a following. And you go to her meetup group. You go to the members. Then you right-click on all of these members. You open them up. You you open like 250 of these uh, Jane Doe followers up. And then here's the tricky part. This is the hardest part because most people want to go a lot farther than I'm telling you. And, and you have to resist. You cannot go farther than I'm telling you. What you'll do is you'll read their profile, see what they're into. Maybe one of them has done wholesaling for two years. And so all you'll do is, hey, hey, John, I noticed that you've been wholesaling for two years. I would love to talk to you about it. Write this down. Hey, John, I've noticed that you've been doing wholesaling for two years. I'd love to talk to you about it. By chance, are you going to go see Jane Doe on Thursday or on the 15th? Perhaps we could talk there. Okay. So that's the best way to get this started. You will literally message everybody individually and different, differently. So one person might, might say on their profile that they own 300 multifamily doors. And then you'll say, Andrew, that is incredible that you own 300 multifamily doors. I would love to talk to you about that. Are you by chance going to be at the event where Jane Doe's speaking on Thursday? If so, perhaps we could speak there. When you do this, what's most likely going to happen is those folks that are going to respond to your inquiry, notice that you're doing this, would love to talk to you about it. Are you going to go to this thing? Okay. You're not giving them a link. This is important. You're not giving them a link. Do not give them a link. Not yet, at least. The first thing is just, I noticed something about you. Would like to to talk to you about it. Are you going to be at this place? That's it. And the most likely response is going to be, oh, I didn't know Jane Doe was going to be speaking on Thursday. Um, I, I hadn't considered about it. Uh, considered to go, and then all you can say, all you'll really need to say after that is a question. Okay, all of this private messaging, direct messaging, in Meetup, in Facebook, in any any group at all, because you can hack people's um, Facebook group uh, followers as well. But it's a lot of questions. It's a lot of questions. He or she who asks the questions controls the conversation he or she who asks the questions controls the conversation don't let yourself uh, word vomit too much and just just give them hey here's a link are you going to be there because you'll get banned immediately for spamming but if you learn how to ask the questions instead when you're hacking into other people's networks hey carl I noticed that you have been doing fix and flips since 1995. That's amazing. I'd love to talk to you about that. Are you going to go see Jane Doe on Thursday? Perhaps we could talk there. And now they come back and say, oh, I didn't know Jane was going to be speaking on Thursday. I I had no idea about it. Um, And then all you say is, would you like me to send you a link? It's a question. You're not sending a link. Okay. You have to resist sending a link too fast. So you do the question. Yeah. Uh, I'll be there. Would you like me to send you a link? And what they're usually going to say is yes. Okay. Now they've asked for the link in lack of a better words, they've pretty much told you they want that information. So you're just giving them literally what they have asked for. You're just giving them literally what they want. And when you do that, they will have an opportunity to to RSVP, even if this is your group, and then you can meet them at the place and, and then you have become friends and you'll remember them more likely because you've had back and forth interaction. So very, very brilliant way to hack into the system. I wanna hear from you, send me a message and until next time, think outside the box.